Greetings, adventurers. This is OG RPG. Where we journey into the realms of 8, 16, and 32-bit RPGs. I'm Abby. And I'm Nick. And this week is our final episode of Fantasy Star 1 for the Sega Master System. So where did we leave off last week, Abby? Uh, so last week we finished up with the whole planet of Dezoris, all of the missions that we had to accomplish there. And I believe for the both of us, we already have all of the armor and weapons, you know, like the best stuff that you can buy. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. So that leaves us with one last thing to do. One lastic thing well, to do. <laughs> well, hold, hold your horses there. Um, so what, uh, what level are you... Were your characters by this point? Okay, so for me, at this point, I'm uh, Alice is 19, Meow is 18, Odin 17, and Noah is 16. So technically, you know, the next thing to do is to, to go beat Lassic. Right, but, right. Yeah, but in order to um, enter the cave or whatever, it's a magically sealed door. And the only thing that will mm. open it is going to be Noah's uh, open spell which he doesn't get until he's level 17. So right, right. At this point, I did do some grinding. Um, I was trying to do it as quick as possible, so I just did some grinding until Noah was level 17 and, and then just went straight for uh, the final boss. Gotcha. Okay. See, um, by the time I was done with Dezorus, I, I had uh, Alice and Meow at 23, Odin at 22, and Noah at 20. So... That does go to show the, the kind of upside in a way of not using, because when I was playing through, I, I didn't know about that wand feature that you uncovered. So it was like, I was using the buy spell a lot, you know, when I could, but yeah, I, so I had to, so I, I didn't really need to grind here. Um, but yeah, so by this point, you'll be just about where everyone has all their spells, like like by level 20, Meow will have the help spell, which is a cool buff for your guys, um, which I, I made a, a lot of use of, as well as Noah being, you know, at level 20, he gets all of his, he's got all of his spells now. So in addition to that open spell you were talking about, you can get, you get the thunder spell at 18, which is his strongest attack spell. And at level 20, you get the rise spell, which lets you bring someone back to life. So that's pretty cool. All right. So where do we go to... Uh... Well, before before moving in Elastic, I did go um, back to, you know, well, I head back to Parma either way, but there is the Medusa's Tower where you can go get the Laconian Axe. All right. So the Medusa Tower, south of Gothic and west, um, you might recognize that mountain range from going to Triada Prison previously. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And now this, uh, so this tower is kind of optional, really, if you don't want the axe. It's absolutely optional. <laughs> you don't have to go here. Um, and it's it's a pretty big dungeon. It's not necessarily too complicated, but it is like seven floors. And it does have a boss, right? Yeah, you do have to fight a Medusa. But mm -hmm. as long as you have your mirror shield equipped on Odin, he's immune to her. She does have some 
petrifying attacks. So, you know, eventually you can get down to where it's just Odin, but you're immune to those. And I mean, the axe is really strong, but unfortunately, um, a lot of the toughest enemies, like <laughs> especially in the fights against the really tough bosses like Lassic, you're probably going to end up doing less damage than you would with the laser gun. So I ended up using that more, but I went ahead and got this anyway. Yeah. So um, like you say, it's better than a gun. So what we mean is the axe is only to be used by Odin. So you're just going to be trading out, you know, damage that you can definitely count on because he does the same amount with that laser gun mm-hmm. versus a Laconian axe. More random and it's going to average out to less damage than just using the gun. Well, I mean, against boss, against normal enemies, it does do more damage, but, you know, it'll do like 60 or so, you know, as opposed to the 20. But A, it only hits one enemy and B... The bosses or, or monsters with really high defense, it can, I don't know, it, it really is a personal choice. I, I kind of agree with the gun. Like, if I went back through, I'd probably just skip this because I didn't end up using it that much. Yeah, I, to- I totally skipped it. Well, you are a wise adventurer then, Abby. So, yeah, we got that in hand. Where to next? So, now we're going to head to the northeast of Kamenit. That's where we're going to find the Bayamale prison. So, a tower with like a big wall extending from it. And we need to get through this tower. Um, and we have to use Noah's open spell to get into the Bayamale uh, prison. Yeah, there are certain doors you'll come to that. You know, instead of having the little lock on it, they'll have like a lion crest. And that means they are magically sealed and only that open spell can get you through. So you got to do that. Beyond that, this is a very short little uh, dungeon. I think you do encounter a robot cop. Yeah, definitely a robot cop. Yep. Who wants you to comply with (laughs) (laughs) another great impression. Yeah. Um, You don't have your papers or something. So. Well, you can. He does ask for your your road pass and if you show it to him he's like thinks it's fake or you know he attacks you either way so Mm -hmm. you fight this uh, and you know the robot robot cops and i don't know if we fought andro cops but they're the same sprite but they're pretty cool looking like robot uh i like them check them out yeah classic robot so once we're out of the bamla prison then we're in an open area that previously couldn't access um but we're gonna head north through this open area and then we're gonna encounter a a uh, cave yeah you'll um like if you remember back into the uh the nala cave we could kind of see some of this stuff over to the right we're getting to this area now you know but yeah and there's really only you know this little area is, is segmented in with uh mountains and, and water it directly makes you go to this cave so you hop in and this is a very small short cave which uh Terminates in another valley filled with lava, and we forgot to mention this. There was a lava field near Bortevo before, but you need the hovercraft to get over it without taking damage. You you can walk on it and probably heal yourself all right, but... But you paid for it, dang it, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah, You you might as well use it. (laughs) Absolutely. Although I will say, by this time, um, you're going to have, like, vehicles and stuff, or, I don't know, things you're just not going to need. So, like, sell that ice digger... Yeah. Um, you know, not only so you get the money for it, but you're going to free up space in your inventory. And you need that. You want to have as many burgers as you can, as you can hold when you come in here because just beyond that ice field is the Bayamalay Tower. Just beyond that lava field. Lava field, yeah. We don't have a lava digger unfortunately. So this um this tower is the worst of the worst. It's huge. It's um it's eight floors and three basements and they're generally in at least two chunks. So there's a lot of stairs going up and down. It's kind of a pain in the butt. You do need to, uh, there are two magic items you're going to want in here um, in that there is a crystal that will help defend you against Lassic's powerful attacks as well as the miracle key, which 
I guess is also optional, but you're going to want because then you can use it to open the magically sealed doors. Versus using Noah's uh, magic points to cast that open spell again. Did you? I don't remember how many magic points, but I think it's too many since it's one of the later spells he gets. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't. Um, hold on. <laughs> now, you want to save those MP for yourself for more important things like killing monsters. And you're going to find a lot of them. Or you're going to encounter a lot of them. Maybe if you have that wand, you can... Yeah, uh, you're just going to run away. Yeah, run. that's what I did. Run away from everything. Don't waste your resources if you don't have to. Yeah, so when you want to get the crystal, you will find the guy here. There's someone in the dungeon. I think he's up on like a chunk of the top floor. Yeah, I think what... I think what I would want to say, uh, like you say, two magic items in the dungeon, uh, Miracle Key and the Crystal. So the Miracle Key is in a chest, mm -hmm. but the Crystal, you actually have to get from somebody. Yeah, a guy named Damor. And he asks you some questions that you have to answer a couple of them. And uh, I wrote down the answers are yes, yes, no, no. I don't remember the questions, but um, either way. <laughs> no, aren't the questions, uh, do you like uh, this person? Do you like playing uh, Sega? Uh, stuff like that. So it's like Easter egg things yeah. about like the designer of the game okay, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I do like playing Sega. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't lie to Daymor. Is he related to Namor, you think? Who's Namor? The Submariner from comic book. Oh. Uh, nerd alerts. Well, <laughs> if you have to explain it. It's not funny, Chief. And after we have both of those items, our destination, our end goal is uh, not actually, or our end goal is to the very top of this tower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and once you get up, when you get to the top, this is where you're going to use your good old arrow prism that we fought so hard and Dezoris to get that will reveal the celestial castle in the sky of Lassix. But how do you get there? Well, you break out the old nut of Lierna and use it or feed it to Meow. And Meow um, evolves, levels up, I don't know. But he transforms into this magnificent flying beast. So if you already thought Meow was cute before, like now Meow has uh, wings. Full on oh, wings. Yes. Yeah. So beautiful. <laughs> so Meow is uh, going to carry everybody up to the celestial castle. But on the way to the castle, it's not going to be all smooth sailing or smooth flying, I guess. No, you are attacked by a gold dragon, which... Might scare you at first, but really isn't that bad. It, it is probably the toughest dragon in the game, but you're also pretty beefed up. Like at this point, I had Alice up to level 24, so we were all pimped out, man. Yeah, the only really special thing about it is that it can heal itself. Gold dragons, I guess, can heal themselves. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. That is where it just makes the fight a little longer, but it's, it's really, really nothing to be too scared of. And also, not too bad, is the Celestial Castle itself. It's a... It's five floors, and it's kind of lame because it's in two, like, <laughs> almost symmetrical sections where you got to go. You start on floor one, and you go all the way up one side, and then over to the other, and then all the way back down. Like, Lassic is on the first floor, <laughs> aggravatingly enough. But. Yeah, but you have to travel up, like, um, I think it's like eight staircases to, to get to the, the <laughs> door which Lassic is behind. Yeah, and along the way, though, you will encounter... Um, I think it's like right on the other side of a locked door. There's the shadow guy. Oh, yeah, the shadow, mm -hmm. which is a, a shadow of LASIK. It's a shadow of LASIK, but yeah, it's in like the same hall where, um, you know, where LASIK is. And also like uh, through this like dungeon and everything, uh, not only is it making you, you know, walk all these loops and everything, but there's also like door after door after door that you have to like use your dungeon key um, oh, oh you know, yeah. And, and stuff like that, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. But you want to save up all your MP. And, and Shadow isn't too tough. Um, but again, it's it's like that balance of being trying not to use any MP because you want to save it all for the upcoming fight with Lassic himself. And he's a big evil king guy. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, he's behind a magically sealed door. So this is what we were saying before. Yeah, yeah. Use that miracle key. Save your MP. Oh, yeah. And... If you get here and you don't have that crystal from Daymore, then I don't think I think he can kill you in like one hit. You, you have to have it, but I don't think you, you don't use it. It's just in, you just need it in your inventory, I believe. Mm -hmm. But his main attack is just this like it's kind of like a thunder attack. It hits everyone and it does a crazily random amount of damage. Sometimes it's like four or up to like fifty, so it can do a lot of damage if if you're really unlucky. This fight could really suck, but most of the time it's it's not too bad. Use a lot of burgers, throwing down a bunch of calories there. Um, yeah, using Meow's help on uh, on Alice maybe. Um, mm -hmm. And then also I think Lassic, not only does he have that spell that hits everybody, but he um, gets more than one attack, I think, per round. If he does a physical yeah, attack, he yeah. gets two. I think yeah. you're right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which are also strong. It's, um, you know, it's... The thing that sucks the most is that he's at the end of this super long dungeon because it's such a random battle. Like, if you get unlucky with that thunder spell and you're, you know, you, I would, like I said, I was level like 24 when I was fighting him. So it wasn't too hard. But if I was level 22 or, or lower even, then I don't know. Because if, if you get uh, some bad luck with his lightning stuff and it just fries you right away, and it's like, well, no, now you get to go through this horrible, horrible tower and dungeon again. And that's, that is not cool. So hopefully you take him down your first time. And uh, also with Lassic, we don't get to see his hit points. Oh, that's which true. Which is, mm -hmm. you know, everything has shown its hit points to us. So we know how we're doing. But I think he has like uh, 400. I think he has yeah, four, yeah. 400 hit points. Yeah, but you won't know. You don't know mm -hmm. how much damage you're doing. Um, so yeah, you just have to like... <laughs> Unless keep... you're doing some really quick math. Yeah, there. <laughs> just uh, keep everyone alive. Well, no, because then you don't know how much damage you're doing. Mm, like mm, per hit or whatever yeah, yeah. which is another reason i think keep that laser gun because you can you know that you can count on uh 20 damage per hit yeah you know, i i you used know that here. for a fact yeah I, I opted for that as well maybe fool maybe i'm a fool i don't know but yeah so once you uh withstand lassic's attack and and wear him down and defeat him then you know we've got to get out of this celestial castle and back to the tower yeah, so either use, you can have Meow fly you back down to the ground, or use Alice's fly spell if you have it, or a transfer if you need to. So many ways to get down. And now you've done it. Lassic has been defeated, but the game's still going on. What? Yeah, so next we're heading back to one last trip back to Matavia. We're going to go check in with our old friend, the governor. Mm -hmm. Governor at Paseo, but isn't the starport, isn't it closed? Isn't it sealed off? So really you have to, you know, go to Gothic, take the Lovino mm -hmm. to Uzo, and then you've got to walk over to Paseo, which isn't like a tough thing. Now you can use the hovercraft too, because there's that lake there. That's that's the way I went, but but yeah, so get there, heal up, stock up on burgers, and then head into the governor's mansion because oh my goodness, he's missing. And then the floor opens up and you fall down into a dungeon. Luckily, this is a very small dungeon. <laughs> yes, yeah, very luckily, yep. It's kind of a pain in the butt because there's some secret doors and stuff. There are tough enemies, mm -hmm. but it's only three floor, or, well, yeah, three floors. Have we encountered secret doors before? Have we talked about it? Where it's just, you know how you can see hallways, like, kind of around the corner? I and, don't, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we, we might like have seen a couple. There, yeah. yeah, there's been at least one, I think, but that's just when... 
you just don't see the hall. And but, this is yeah. the first time I think you're required to go through one to get through the, you know what I mean? Because honestly, even though this is a small dungeon, it's like, how would you know that? You have to go trying to walk through every wall. Like, yeah. they're not. it's not exactly in like a... I don't know. That's that's kind of a mean game design thing, but <laughs> eh, it was the 80s. It was a different time. So down at the bottom, eventually you will come to, go through that secret door, and you will come to a room containing the final, the true evil, Dark Falls. Dark Falls with a Z. Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, that's a localization of Dark Force. Um, it's a, But really, this is a big, giant, kind of like Giger-esque alien thing. That apparently in Japanese was known as Dark Phallus. Wow. Hideous to behold. Ugh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Dark Phallus uh, is a big jerk. Um, it also has an invisible hit point total, so you don't know that. It's like 400 as well. Um, what works against uh, Dark Falls? I mean, magic, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you can use... Um, Alice can use fire. I, I Or you can attack with help. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. Um, I know I had Meow... Or, or, you know, you can cast on Odin, you know, and then again, or using the axe or the gun. I, I was using the gun, so I don't know. Maybe I made a mistake there. Hmm? And then Noah's got wind, you know, so it's just a damage fight. But the, the thing that sucks is that he attacks twice per round, and it can do up to, like, 60 damage, so it's strong. So you're going to have Meow on the healing as much as you can, and um, <laughs> everyone throwing down burgers like there's no tomorrow because there might not be. Well, there wasn't for me my first attempt. Um, mm. if you remember last time I told you what levels I was at, it was Alice 19, Meow 18, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, it was like the, the soonest possible that you can try to beat this game. So I went for it. I just waited until Noah was level 17. So I'd have that open spell and I got through Lassic, but Dark Falls, I mean, just like killed us like oh, yeah. it only takes like if he gets to do like his max damage it's like he can kill somebody in two or three hits yeah, yeah yeah faster than you can heal them so yeah it really is a race to keep everyone alive and just do as much damage as you can so what level did you get alice out to to fight him do you know so alice was level 20 and then it goes meow 20 odin 19 and noah 17 and that was when you beat it no, oh, no, no, well, no. Like level? I was saying, well, that's right. <laughs> no, that's what level I was when I, I tried to get him um, and he killed me. So then I leveled up and this is how I leveled up. I actually leveled up in the governor's mansion mm -hmm. right outside is um, one of the little domed houses. And you can actually heal in the, there for free. There's like a, I don't know, woman yeah, assistant yeah. or something like that to the <laughs> governor. Um, but you can heal there. You can fight red dragons. Like just inside, so yeah, I yeah. ended up, uh, yeah, I leveled up. I had Alice at twenty-two, Meow twenty-two, Odin twenty-two, and Noah twenty. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, I had Alice up to twenty-four. So by the time I got here, so I was ready to roll, man. And uh, yeah, take down the Dark Falls, mm -hmm. which is an ancient evil. Yeah, we get a text scroll here. Yeah, like this yeah. is this For is the, the ending, end of the yeah. game. Yeah, so we get a uh, we get some text telling. <laughs> explaining to us who is this dark falls guy <laughs> yeah. and why do we have to fight him yeah it's it's an insidious ancient evil or you know and like possessed lassic and was making him do all this bad stuff and luckily alice uh, answered the call to action and avenged her brother nero oh our dead brother nero <laughs> all right abby it's time to rate this rpg mm. We use the same four categories that we do. 
normally in Cartridge Command, with scores from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. What do you give this, Abby? Uh, graphics and sound, I'm going to give it a 4. A 4, okay. Mm-hmm. Strong, strong rating. Yeah, I really, I mean, you know, of course it's uh, it's an older game, so it's, you know, heavily pixelated and, and everything like that. Although now I'm going to get started talking, and, th- and then I'm going to, like, lower my score. Mm. Um, anyway, so stuff that I like, uh, the sprites that move, that's, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. got to be the number one thing. They look great. They look great. Yeah, so so getting to actually like see them move, that's awesome. Also to see, you know, the different weapons that your characters use, you know, so like if you're using, you know, this spell, it's I don't know. You do get a little animation yeah. or I mean a little, you know, animated attack. Yeah. But. Yeah, like when Meow attacks, it's like you see like claw marks. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I really like that. Um some things that take away though from um graphics would be in the dungeons, I mean it's it's just so plain. It, they're it's, just brick walls. They're all the same color. I know what you're saying, but I actually think the dungeons are strength graphically because if you compare them to any other first-person dungeon of this time, they were just wireframe walls. Mm-hmm. You had nothing but an outline on, on blackness. You know, this these were they're colored, and you can see as you move. You know, there were certain other later RPGs, say like um, or Ultima, Quest of the Avatar for the NES. Mm-hmm. It has some first-person dungeon stuff, and it's like if you press forward, you, there's no animation. You just it, if you don't if you, there's no like turn or a door on a wall to see coming towards you, you have no real visual indication of movement but here you do you see them scrolling and they look great right and you can kind of tell like at what speed you're going so you know what distance you know you're traveling in it i can see how that's nice but that's just in comparison to how bad it could be um for me what i how i feel about the dungeons is it could have landmarks you know in it that would be cool or you know just like something no, i, you know, I just agree 100 percent. but yeah. i think that for Especially, 1988 it's yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I'm still, I, I'm still loving it. But just <laughs> things, you know, like um, if there's going to be a pit or if there's a secret door, you know, that would be kind of nice to have to have something a little different, you know. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I just mm. think that uh, you, you just couldn't get that back then. Yeah, you know? yeah. But yeah, it's a little like um, what's it called when you're like driving and you're like highway hypnosis. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that in the in the dungeon everything. Um, but uh, sounds. The music's good. Yeah. I like the music. Um, but in the battles, there are sounds that these enemies make when they're attacking that are, it's just a pure tone. It's just, well, a, yeah, yeah. Pure, it's mean, just a pure tone. I actually kind of checked into it. It's, um, um, especially if you're fighting like more, you know, if you're fighting more than one of the same monster that makes the sound, ugh, yeah. at least they vary it by a few hertz. <laughs> um, I think, uh, <laughs> Yeah, all the tones are just square waves between 150 and 220 hertz, so <laughs> yeah. kind of a low, low tone, and, and yeah, very unvaried. I agree. I think this, the sound effects are the worst part of this game, but I still, I gave it a 4.5, because I think that, uh, you know, when you compare this to, say, or Dragon Warrior 3 or First Final Fantasy, you know, they all came out around the exact same time, so... Graphically, I mean, geez, the enemies, they're huge sprites that are well animated. No, nobody can touch it. I think the dungeons are actually a strength for the time. I really like the music a lot, and I think that if it you know, wasn't for the sound effects, I would go full-on 5.0. Like, you know, and the overhead map scenes, you know, look great. There's a lot of different tiles and stuff, a, a greater variety of them than you would expect to see, you know. 
I don't know. Good for you, Fantasy Star. What about play control, Abby? Okay, so I'm giving it a two. Ooh. I know, and that'll probably get lower as I oh. as I tear this apart. <laughs> Not really. Um, so play control. Let's start with uh, like inventory. Mm-hmm. That's a pain when you have to like flip between you know three pages of your inventory. You can't uh, manage it. You can't arrange it or anything like that. That's, so, that's annoying. How would you compare it then to say Final Fantasy One's inventory system? To its credit, it's not like you have Alice's inventory. Oh and no, Odin's yeah, the and... party inventory. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely beneficial. So if, I guess if I'm comparing this game, I would say yeah, that's a definite bonus. Um, in battles, I think we already mm. talked about it, where it's like it doesn't yeah. tell. It tells you how much damage the enemy has. That's awesome, and it shows you how much damage is subtracted from their total hit points but right, it, right. it doesn't you know um it says who's attacking of your party it, that flashes so quick and it's from the opposite side of the screen as the enemy's hit points so it's like you can never i mean you can but it's difficult to to calculate you no, know how how well you're actually doing the information is not displayed the best in the battles yeah. uh, i will agree there um i went with a 2.5 you know, because I think that, you know, the inventory is a bit clumsy, but they all are at this point. Um, and for the most part, it was pretty standard RPG stuff. Just that confusing battle stuff where they, they split all the numbers up into different parts of the screen. So it's a, uh, you know, that could use a better layout. Well, also outside of combat, there's, you know, when you speak to people or you go into stores and things like that, um, you know, like you hit A to select something. And sometimes you can hit B and you just like, back out of a conversation Mm -hmm. but sometimes that doesn't work and you hit b and it treats it like you've selected whatever whatever service or whatever so that's kind of like tricky i don't know it just makes you go through so many steps like if you tell somebody like oh no i don't need to buy anything no nobody needs healed then it's like they still have to say like two or three things that you have to answer yes or no to Mm, so that's that's annoying to me fair enough what about challenge abby which, you know, for an RPG, really, the challenge is kind of tied into grinding as well, I think, because there's no real skill set. You know, you can always grind your way past it, you know, challenge-wise, generally. Challenge, I don't know. I kind of want to hear what you thought of the challenge <laughs> before. Okay, okay. Well, um, I'd probably go, I, I went with the 3.0, and that's because, so when I play these games, I take some, uh, I time myself for everything I'm doing. So this game took me 11.8 hours, roughly, to beat, and three, about... With about three hours and 15 minutes of grinding in there, which isn't too bad, honestly, of a ratio for this this type of game. The problem is that those three and a uh, that those uh, three-ish hours were all in basically three huge chunks of an hour. So that's where it might just be too much, especially when it's like one of those. That's the first hour you're going to play is just grinding. Nothing. You're not doing anything else. Like that. That can be a problem, I think. You know, for people. So that's why you know I, I put it at a 3.0 altogether. I don't think it's a bad ratio, but I, I just think that's a little too much at once, especially at the beginning. So. Let me just double check on the scoring for this. So for challenge, if it's, you know, one is, it wasn't very difficult. Five being difficult. Okay. Well, zero is technically. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm actually going to give this game a one for challenge. Yeah. I don't think it's very hard and you can do things to make it easier for yourself. Like there's, you know, a couple of optional caves and items you know, I mm-hmm. had that wand. I could run away from everything. 
And like you say, all you have to do is, you know, grind a little more. Um, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, of, of yeah, any RPG. Yeah. But I think, too, you know, because you did some extreme grinding this game to sequence break. You know what I mean? To get those wands and things early. So, you know, I, I know you come at it a little more. You're you're a, you're a grinder extraordinaire. Right. But I mean, I, I think I did it pretty efficiently. I mean, at the end of the game, you were like four levels higher than I was. Yeah, but I'm sure I spent less time. Well, actually grinding? Well, I mean, because yeah. the thing is, is yeah, I was like running away from everything in the dungeons and stuff. So I wasn't getting experience yeah, points it, there. So, yeah, I was just grinding purely for money, which apparently doesn't get you high enough level to actually beat the game. Yeah, so I well, guess I guess mix in some, you know, actually fighting monsters. One thing, though, that I will add to challenge, though, that's this is why it's a one. So like you say, you spend so much time grinding. Um, the first grinding round is going to be with... Uh, you know, all the big flies and stuff like that just mm-hmm. outside. Those enemies just do that tone. Oh, yeah. That and, does. <laughs> yeah, so that gets really annoying after a while. The second grinding grinding that you're going to do is um, were rats in the epiphores. Yeah, and got those, a rough one. yeah, and those have just one of those like tones, <laughs> and it will it will haunt your dreams. But <laughs> yeah, so you do kind of have to I don't know adapt. Maybe wear some headphones and listen to something else while you're grinding, sure, which is what sure. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And another thing about that first grind that sucks is that it's just Alice. Oh yeah, yeah. Once you're you start all by getting, yourself. you know, once you get your party, it's you know, I don't know. But regardless, I'll stick with my two point five. And last but not least, what about theme and fun? So for theme and fun, I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. And most of that score is coming from the theme. So being, uh, sure. you know, like space, space travel. Um, sci-fi weapons and and stuff like that um you know that that theme is is really fun to me um but then if i count in like you know the fact that you do have to grind so much like you have to it's Mm -hmm. not just me it's not just you know preference it's something you have to do i think that kind of takes away from the fun a little bit yeah yeah i like actually i think it's got a great theme it's got a more slightly more developed like personal kind of storyline than contemporary rpgs um and it's definitely got its own, uh, the round houses, you know, it's it's kind of a unique futuristic look. That's pretty cool. You know, you got a little bit of Star Wars in there, a little bit of fantasy. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you have to like gather your party one by one. They've all got a backstory, um, you know, look different and, and everything have different. Um, yeah, and I mean, I like, classes. you know, it has a lot of little touches. I like the, the vehicles. You can talk to the enemy. You know, it's 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 got a lot of neat ideas. So I, um, yeah, I would go with a 4.0 as well. We're in agreement. Agree that. Whoop, whoop. All right. So would you recommend this game to another adventurer? I would, absolutely. I'd oh. also recommend that play it more than one time. <laughs> you know, just see if you can uh, see if you can stand. I don't know. Play, well, it, play it more than one time is what I'm trying to say. Because you, you can make it more challenging for yourself. Um, you know, you can try to run through it like I did as fast as you can. Sure, yeah. It's always mm-hmm. fun to a twist on these old games or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, now, I will say that in uh, there have been various other releases of this game, but from what I understand, they're basically just emulations of the original file. Mm. But there is a, in 2018, there's a Sega Ages release of it for the Nintendo Switch, which is pretty cool because it's got auto map for the dungeons and Ooh. some other features that look uh, pretty neat like that seems to you know solve a few of the issues here so if you if you're not going back for nostalgia reasons or you, that would be a good version i think to play because it might fix a little of the uh 
you know, old game issues. I don't know. Make it a little yeah. quality of life improvement, so to speak. Yeah. It, yeah. Overcoming the, the technological difficulties of the time. Yes. I like it. All right, guys. That's going to do it for... Fantasy Star 1. Um, next week, we'll get back to Cartridge Command as usual with the fabled Mega Man 2 for Game Boy. Sorry for the wait, Game Boyaholics, but uh, Eric's back in town now, safe and secure, so we will get on it. Thanks, everybody, for putting up with me. I hope I know I'm no substitute for Eric, but uh, I hope that I <laughs> I hope I filled in okay. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, let us know how you felt about this, uh, our most recent iteration of OGRPG. Are you, are you Fantasy Star fans now, or are you Fantasy Foes? Let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, or you can let us know at cartcommand on Twitter. Check for show drops, uh, and etc. And, of course, there's the Facebook page for Cartridge Command. Indeed. And, of course... Of course, we got to thank the patrons. They're they're all great people. Um, I hope they never run into dark falls. They are they're all awesome. I'd give them all Nala cake, one and all. Yep. Without them, none of our starship fantasies will be possible. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, really, no, thanks. S- no <laughs> starship fantasy would be possible without lovely patrons. Yeah, and it's just really cool that people would share money with us to talk about games and we appreciate it and each and every dollar uh, melts my heart so thanks guys and gals as always adventurers game, game on, on.